Whatnot's Reactor Core number 118. We have some more Yellow Jackets Season 2 to talk about today. My name is Kyle Springer. I am joined by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you doing? I'm okay. How's your weekend been? Weekend has been good. Fast and the Furious or Fast yeah. 10 came out. We got to go watch that. Mm-hmm. We got to go watch a real slow movie for the review <laughs> show where they're driving cars real slow. The wages of fear. Uh, it's been a good weekend so far. And I watched both of these Yellow Jackets episodes back to back. Ooh, um, so interesting I, move. I excited. Yeah, I'm excited indeed. Um, but yeah. Uh, we have two more episodes of Yellow Jackets to talk about, specifically episodes seven and eight. Um, I I g- guess I, I can say at the top here, I was expecting there to be two more episodes after this. Yes. I was kind of <laughs> unsure exactly how long the season would be. I had seen some places say it's g- going to be nine episodes. Some places say it's going to be t- ten uh, but regardless, I, I I think what that means for us is that uh, instead of coming back in two weeks when those what we thought two episodes right. were going to, uh, to be, we'll be back next week with the finale and maybe any kind of remaining lingering questions that still r- 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 mm-hmm. still remain. Um, but episodes seven and eight. Wild stuff continues to happen. I shouldn't be su- <laughs> surprised at this point. Right. It's but, never like nice normal one. Real chill right, week yeah. for Yellow Jacket. Yeah, yeah. It's like oh, I was a filler episode, right? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh girls yeah. collect firewood for 55 straight minutes. <laughs> Uh, what did you think of these two? Just kind of top level general thoughts. Before you said you hadn't watched episode seven yet at all, I mm-hmm. I gave you one little tease in that I said, I think the end of episode seven is more harrowing to me than the end of episode six. There you go. Yeah. They're, uh-huh. they're doing some stuff. There's some real interesting stuff to chew on right now. Mysteries yeah. that still exist. Uh, d- n- new mysteries have developed. We're still making new mysteries. Where's Crystal? Ex- yes. Exactly. Who knows? Things. Yeah, Uh, man, I I, this is why I'm so hooked on this show. All of the mysteries mixed in there with the like relationships Mm. between the characters and how they change and grow is like, yeah, there's just a lot to to unpack um, and stuff like that. Yeah, I I really enjoyed these two episodes. what's interesting to me is yeah i think there's mysteries starting to come up that i just i it's not that i just don't know the answers to but i i Mm -hmm. I also don't know the purpose of them yes or if there even is a purpose of yes them because episode seven opens up with another different version of the opening theme song and i'm i i don't know if i have enough evidence either way to support any kind of theory if that has some kind of meaning behind it or not or if it's just like what if we get other bands to do different versions to bring some more flavor right yeah just like let's honor but 90s artists let's bring in alanis morissette let's bring in well not a 90s artist but there's a lot of florence in the machine this season yeah 
I know she did a cover of No Doubt's Just a Girl that has been out. I've already listened to it, but it hasn't come up in the show yet. They must be saving that for the finale. Maybe. Um, Or did you know how sometimes they they do songs on the soundtrack that aren't necessarily like the original score? It's not really in the movie, but it's like this this is very inspired it. This is very cinematic, though. This has got to actually make its way into the show at some point. They are just girls. The text is there. <laughs> Indeed. The, and in fact, a lot of the songs that they do pick in the show speak directly to what just happened. And, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, there's there's some some stuff here. A little spo- spoilers already for uh, episode eight. But when Javi dies at the end, like the song that plays is like trapped under the ice, just fallen, but like some, some, something like that. Like it, it says exactly what happened. Truly, the world is a vampire. The, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I enjoy, enjoyed these a lot. I cannot wait for the season finale because again, mm. I I just I I don't know what like the finale moment is going to be. You know how some shows yes. you can kind of be like, oh, they're gearing up for a confrontation yeah. between this character and that character or something. Yeah, I don't. I don't now, know. Now, now that the baby has been born and died, that seemed like the major arc for the season. I. And I don't know if we are deep enough into winter that the finale could be the beginning of spring. I don't. Yeah. It's it's really hard to get a handle on the timing of things like that. So, I yeah, I don't know specifically what we are building towards in the finale, except it's time to eat Javi. Yeah, um, I'm I'm wondering if it is going to be. Th- yeah, that they do discover that little secret place that I assume Javi yes. survived oh, in. Yeah. That the coach. Maybe is they now move. At. Maybe that's it. Like, like how Lost had. We live on the beach now. We have found caves. The caves seem now we've safer. Darmaville. Yeah. Right. Right. That change of setting. Maybe the we didn't get a, that good of a look at the caves. Maybe it can't fit everybody. Maybe that's part of the conflict. Is who's going to get to go to that little underground cave? And who has to stay back at the cabin? It also seems there's multiple locations that have stuff Mm, like that. So I that's true. Again, we've kind of but another split of the party. It could be that that they split up or like we've theorized in the past, like maybe that's just the entrance to like a deeper like cave system or like natural hot spring kind of location. Right. Where there's some water flowing under. Mm around and that and these trees happen to be like along that path the, these these trees that don't have the, the the snow on them and are oddly like yeah how are you not covered in snow right now this is weird. yes um but i'm i'm even wondering if they are going to kind of like finalize the ritual uh of mm. like how they pick we, we saw the starts of that in these episodes here, if they're going to finalize that ritual, there might be a change of location or like an, an alternate location. Yeah, in, in case the group splits up. Mm. Um, I think we've started to get the introduction of another character that might have a little more in season three to do of the younger girls. Pink hat girl. I don't know who exactly she is. I don't know all their is. names. I'm like, She's I'm going to pick there. one. They have been there, yes, but I, I know the faces. 
I know some names. I have trouble matching up all the faces in the names. I'm like, there's yeah. Maury. Olivia's another dark-haired girl. We saw her earlier in the season. We haven't seen much of her. My strategy's been pick one. Pick one to latch on to them. And I'm like, Akilah's my girl. I'm, well, we, I'm on had, team. Had, I'm going to pay attention to what Akilah's doing. We've had the three like new main girls with mm. C- Crystal, Akilah, and Mari. And I, I think our criticism at the start of this season was like they just kind of are there i don't really remember if they were there in season one as in like those actors were cast or not um Mm -hmm. but it just seemed abrupt that they introduced them i like that there have now been other yellow jackets characters that they aren't the stars they are Mm -hmm. more so in the background most of them don't have speaking roles but as these episodes have progressed, they've been more and more in these shots. And now maybe they have a couple lines to say some stuff. So that next season, yeah, it's like, okay, these are the next ones that we're introducing here. Um, and it's going to yeah. persist because what we saw at the very beginning of episode one, that feels like second winter. Timeline wise, they are here across two winters. I like I said, we mu- clearly we must be getting towards spring. I don't know how close to spring we are. Maybe Javi is the last person who has to be eaten before fauna starts coming back into the area, and they are able to hunt and and eat in other ways again. So we don't know how much is left in the final episode. If there will be any sort of time jump in season three, what season and weather and conditions that might see. But you can imagine maybe like season four is like it's winter again. Now we start getting in the real ritual stuff. Now we see the pit girl. Yeah. Who knows? So some of these other characters have to persist at least that long. But but that's also like we don't. Yeah, we don't know when Mm. the pit girl. I I, again, I assume that's winter number two for them. But we, we don't know exactly when that took place. So that could be early spring. Um. Mm. But it was just, like, I don't know. But, um, yeah, so let's let's jump in here. Uh, I already mentioned that episode seven, we start with a different version uh, of the intro song. This mm. one's a little more digital, and it it's glitchy, which fits along, which which fits in with those like VHS style glitch mm-hmm. transitions that they've been playing with a lot uh, in in this show, which is again why I'm like, is there a deeper meaning behind this? Like, are like we've talked about fringe on the show, yes. and that they had different versions of the intro animatic depending on what universe they were in and so we kind of knew what kind of story they were gonna get based on that and like i it might depend on does this song come back at a later date can we find similarities between Hmm. the two thing who knows maybe i don't know if they're doing that now but i can't imagine they might do that in the future maybe maybe um Let's jump right in with Coach, because Coach is having another one of his, like, potential alternate reality disassociation visions. And this one is in the cabin that they are, that the girls are are in. But it's, like, a much nicer version of that. So I think your 
what you saw in the ones from last time was correct because you had said like i think that's that might be the same cabin Um, i don't i'm not sure if in if there's like a bleed where the things are morphing last time we talked i thought that when he was having that like charades party with uh, Mm -hmm. his boyfriend and those two other guys it seemed like that was a trip to a cabin like they were separately in a, in a parallel cabin. But now I am wondering, is that just, is there starting to be this, this bleed and this morph where maybe that's like the setting is stuck. You can imagine his boyfriend being there, but he can't change the setting of the cabin anymore. Or even like the, the ways in which he is dissociating of like, mm. I don't want to be here. Get me somewhere yes. else. Yes. Is like, I need my boyfriend here now with me. paul yeah i remembered um, his name it's paul yeah i like i i'm just wondering though if, like if that's the kind of like mm-hmm. disassociating he's doing uh in in that but he's in a rough spot um yeah he at one point steps out of the ca- out of the cabin screaming for paul and everyone's mm-hmm. just like what are you doing dude Mm. Uh, he's like i'm fine i'm 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 okay and again he's framed uh with the antlers uh right there which is a recurring theme i think we used to Mm -hmm. think like oh that signifies the antler queen or whoever uh maybe not now um i want to know how many different roles they get into like there's antler princess uh antler regent antler duchess prime minister (laughs) Uh, the, the, the antler <laughs> secretary of state uh, right? yeah <laughs> um yeah so he he ends up uh down down the road here just kind of he, he he goes back to the cliff that crystal fell off of and he's yeah. thinking about ending his life uh mm. and misty catches him um do, this... do you have a, 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 anything that you want to say about coach specifically before i move on to misty here I think her, the way she reacts to this is interesting. She's really desperate to stop him. uh, And she tries all these ploys like, whenever they come rescue us, I'm going to tell them you got Shauna pregnant. You tried to get all of us pregnant. Like, like you've been abusive. Like, she she tries to appeal to... with him. Yes, yeah, she's trying a lot of different tactics. She's like, no, we love you. We need you. You need to live for these reasons. You need to get out. If you're not here to protect your legacy, I'm going to destroy your legacy. She says, I'm going to tell everybody you're gay, which I don't think is her shaming him, but I think it's her trying to use something that she suspects he may feel ashamed of within himself. She's like, I have to try everything to get him to not step off that ledge. Yeah, I, I it, in watching that, I couldn't remember if she knew that he was gay or yes. not. But there is that yeah, one scene in, where he in Doom he coming, yeah. Out. which yeah i think this is timed really well because that was an important subplot misty's crush on coach in season one that hasn't been a part of season two and it was just when i was thinking right are they ever gonna bring that up again not that i think there's going to be really further developments but just is it going to be mentioned right when Mm. it comes up again right when i'm wondering about it is when it becomes relevant again i thought that was nice timing that the show's kind of on pace maybe with audience expectations maybe just mine it 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 is also like she she weaponizes it 
in a yeah. way that is is like like he he she knows he's not out whether they had that conversation in private or not uh we don't know but i think also just being set in the 90s like yeah being out and gay was maybe a little bit of a tougher thing i don't know exactly uh Mm -hmm. but that's that's kind of what i imagine like that um just i mean well you know nowadays with all of the the legislation that's ha- ha- happening and, and and stuff like that it, it might give it a run for its money but um like she she weaponizes it in a way that is the final like i'm dropping a bomb here like yes. i will tell them you're gay and, yeah this is the last card i can think of to play yeah until and- and, and yeah, she she then like sw- switches up tactics when she re- realizes that won't work, and she breaks down about the loss of the baby and how much that has affected her, and just like we we need you here, like if yeah. nothing else, just for support, like yeah. Or I think she she says it more personally, like I couldn't deliver the baby the way everybody was counting on me to do. She's like, I can't lose anybody else. Yeah. And who knows how much of that was sincere and how much of that was a tactic. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, which I, again, this is the thing is like c- c- coach is obviously there and around them. How much has he heard the girls talking so far about Crystal and what's happening mm. there? So I'm even wondering if he's like in his mind when she says, I don't want to lose anyone else. I, I know that can still work for just one person, but I'm wondering mm. if he's then getting the idea of like, oh, shit, I wonder if this was her. Like, he he might not know exactly, mm. but, right, like, he's just like, yeah, I wonder if this was her. something to do with it. Um, yeah. Uh, but and... speaking of Misty, I was just going to say that she is uh, continuing her role as bad actor uh and organizes <laughs> a a a search party for crystal uh the girls split up looking for her she fakes just uh, this is a lot i'm too emotional <laughs> I, can't, I can't i can't do this right now and while the girls dismiss her she goes to the spot that crystal yeah. should be at and she's not mm. there um yeah which that's, is wild. Uh, that's mysterious. <laughs> and we don't know yeah. if that is because uh, like the blizzard was coming down. I don't know if Misty did like a full like check for pulse and breath or if it's just she must be dead. If she isn't she now, because she no was will get her. Like, the yeah. chest OK, right. Right. Yes. With the, yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah so yeah, we that, don't know if that's some sort of a. Uh, a medical mishap like she came back after all she got out of the snow when did this happen did she find uh, the or is, is it there some... someone else out there did someone right. else from the cabin f- find her and is now manipulating things in i don't i don't way? i don't think it's another one of the girls that might be a little bit too advanced i don't think they're there yet that there's that severe of factions where somebody is hiding an entire other person Maybe but there is the question three. of, yeah, who knows where we're going to get to. I just don't think that's now. But it, is there another, like, living person out there who took her? Or is it the sort of, whatever, like, the lady in the woods is that, like, Javi 
saw, how much of a physical or amorphous metaphysical magical presence that is. Yeah. Maybe because I we've had our theory on Javi disproven that like, oh, we think Javi's dead. And then the Javi that returns is maybe not Javi. Mm. Um, and maybe what we thought is happening to Javi has now happened to Crystal is that she did die. But there is something that maybe reanimated her or, or like possessed her in the moment of death. And, you know, she got up and walked away and did mm. who knows what um but yeah um I, I guess to add on that mari's starting to suspect misty of having killed crystal she mm. has no pr proof but is yeah is just like something's not adding up here mm. you guys um but yeah uh misty ends up talking coach down uh let's see that almost makes him jump but he's blah 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 blah. okay um yeah so i i think in in the younger timeline in in the 90s timeline in episode seven we also have uh shauna trying to talk to jackie once, a, once oh a yeah here, and jackie's not there um they've they i mean they've eaten her right so yeah but, i mean but there there is not this like yeah spiritual connection or whatever yeah. it might be like she's not appearing there and so yeah shauna is is breaking down um and mm -hmm. is having a real rough time especially after the loss of her child um yeah i do like whenever we see a a vision or a hallucination of jackie or laura lee again i do kind of yes. miss them yeah I, I I like that that is a a way to like reinclude them in the show yeah and have them there um I I like that a lot um let's see here anything else young so at the end of this yeah. episode uh young Shauna gets triggered by Misty humming a song um and she punches misty but this is when lottie steps up and is like hey i know you have a lot of anger right now baby and basically says like take it out on me instead yes um and so yeah that is what happens shauna just beats the living pulp out of her this um, is why and, and the, I, it's the I, I, I was just uh -huh. gonna say, like, I'm t taking my notes as I'm watching this, and I, I, I wrote down here, she beats Lottie to a, or, like, two, and I stopped, and I was like, I'll put to a pulp, but what if Lottie dies here, and that's twist, and, like, they're, like, a, a, again, I'm pulling on that, like, but what yeah. if one of these characters is not really who they say they are, right? Uh, mm. So I was like, what if Lottie dies here somehow, uh, so I was sitting here just like, whoa, what is going on? What is happening? Um, but but yeah, thankfully uh, Lottie lives. It is the juxtaposition here that really gets to me. We have It's like the depths of the pain they've get, been through and almost suspiciously high heights. When we've yes. got the six adult women together at the wellness center and they... They they're bonding with each other in a way that, like I said, seems almost suspicious. They're like, we're putting it behind ourselves. We're having a girls' night. We're drinking. The we're gonna dance to lightning crashes, not a, a happy song. When the song comes on the radio so, and somebody's like, "Oh, I love this," I'm like, 
one of the saddest songs you'd ever hear. You love it. You're like, let's all dance. Let's all dance to lightning grasses. Let's go outside and spin in the snow. So you're more familiar with that song than me. I don't oh, really yeah. recognize that song. What is that song about? Ah, uh, no. Lightning crashes. Old mother cries. Placenta drops to a floor. I've heard it a lot. It used to play on my local radio station in that like late okay. '90s, early 2000s era. So th- there is something about like a, a baby that doesn't. Survive. Or like there's some sort of like I don't know there's some sort of of birth or it's like no d- baby opens its eyes pale blue covered eyes so I don't know if it's okay. like a, like there's a birth and then also like a a death at the same time I didn't look up the lyrics I don't know them by heart okay yeah I I, I was just wondering because I I not recognizing that song. I, I, I recognize it in the sense that in the modern day timeline, they're listening to. to <laughs> yeah. And then that's the, the same song that Misty is humming. But Shauna snaps when she hears that song. And I was just like, I don't recognize that song. I don't know if that had some kind of significance to her, to her and Jackie or to like, was it on the radio while she was having sex with Jeff that one night? Like, got, <laughs> not right? a I, sexual like, song. Well, no, not that it would be a sexual song, but just like, why does that song cause her to snap? And I, 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 I was just not that, familiar with it. So, wasn't that well? Maybe she just recognizes it as a song that involves birth imagery, or maybe that might be. It, was yeah. it part of her like slip into the alternate universe where the baby is alive? Did she like hear? Like the girls were like humming that or something or singing it. I don't think they were humming that song. I don't think so. But I, again, I don't recognize the song. So I'm not like, oh, it's the same tune. But it was just like, oh, that's. I'd have to watch it again. The thing, right? Yeah. Um, So I, yeah, I, I, I was just, I felt like I was missing something in Mm. that scene. It seemed like that song has more significance than I recognized. I thought it might have been something she dreamt about, which then gives her the suspicion yeah. again, like, this is what was what yeah. I experienced real? Like, are you guys lying to me or just Misty of all the songs? That one's really insensitive. Why does it have to be that? Do you not know what we've all just been and through? It could also just be that, like, she's so angry and so pissed off that any just little small thing that yeah. she's not. Yeah, yeah right? of course. It may have been someone else, but it just happened to be misty and it just happened to be that song right um yeah we'll we'll get to the modern day timeline in just a sec but i like so before before we recorded this you and i recorded a podcast on the 1953 french movie the wages of fear um yeah which i at the time of watching that and watching yellow jackets i didn't think of it but the ending of that movie very much parallels what is happening here at the end Mm -hmm. of episode seven where like you said yeah there's the older like modern day women that are celebrating they're dancing they're laughing they're drinking they're happy right and mm-hmm. uh, it, it's it's juxtaposed. They, they they cut back and forth between that and Shauna just beating the shit out of Lottie, and it's just this hyper violent act, which is what happens in the Wages of, of Fear. Yeah, 
great movie. Go go check it out. Um, but it, yeah, there's the, the the scene of like the townsfolk happy and de- de- dancing. Yeah, and it's juxtaposed with uh with the like the the main character with just just this kind of reckless abandon and then crashing mm. to his de- 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 death in this like v- yeah. violent car accident. Um, and I, yeah, I, I just thought like, whoa, that was wild. And those are two events that are parallel in time. This is a before and an after. And the sure, idea yeah. that these girls went through that, did it or had it happen to them or just witnessed it and let it happen. And then years later, they're like, let's all dance together in the snow, the snow that cursed us once. Like, it's it's such an odd feeling to watch those two things happening at the same time. But I, it's like that's the only way they can get by is to bury stuff like that that deep. Yeah. Because it's like you were looking at these women in the modern time and it's like that never happened to them at all. Maybe because that's how they just have to act. They just have to live. They have to think like that. And at the beginning of season one, there's been a lot of talk about how, like when they're being blackmailed in the blackmail arc, they're like, people would not accept what it is we did out there. And I was watching it thinking, I know that people are imagining you ate each other out there. And I can't imagine that there would be, for the circumstances so. you were in, stuck out. If like there's like a team of people who survive in the wilderness for 19 months and not all of them make it out and they're very secretive about what happens. I can't imagine that in the general public they can extrapolate. They probably ate people. But I can also imagine that giving, given the direness of those circumstances, people would also think, what else could they do? I, would I hold I that mean- against them? I don't know. Like that, that, that's the thing. I feel like they pull in Oceanic 6 and just lie about who died and when they died and stuff mm. like that. Like, oh, we were the only survivors of the crash. And because there's only however many actually survived, uh, like, you know, killing a deer or a bear would have lasted them longer. And, and so, so you think they're lying and saying instead of like just the the flight crew and a couple girls and coach martinez died in the crash they're like oh no most of us died in the crash most of them we definitely... died in the okay. cr- crash some didn't survive the winter maybe but like yeah i i i think i think they know they went through this traumatic event mm. right but they haven't spoken about it so there has not been a hint of of like and and man uh like we sure did have to eat some people, but we're not going to talk about that. Right. Like, but like that's, this is the mindset I've been in that if there they might be came some out wild and said, speculation or rumors out there on well, some I, I, citizen detective websites or something like that. Right. But I, we know stories of things like this happening, like the, oh, sure. the, yeah. the, the soccer team that crashed in the mountains and crashed in the Andes had to eat each other. We know that story and it's not, a, a story we judge in any particular way. We are not angry at those people who survived. We can understand, we can empathize, or at least hold it in a space out of judgment. Or maybe I wouldn't do that, but I don't know if I have any right to blame somebody who did do that in order to survive, you know? Yeah. So, like, the, they've been protecting this with so much secrecy that I've been wondering, 
what else did they do that's worse than eating people? Because I feel like if somebody learns that you ate somebody in a 19-month survival scenario, maybe that reaction isn't that harsh. But this, this is when we were finally getting to things where I'm like, oh, this is what they're hiding. This sort of depravity that isn't as necessary for survival. Shauna just beating the heck out of Lottie. And there's yeah. a difference between somebody died from natural causes. They couldn't make it through the winter. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. We chose to eat them because that felt like the best way to honor them. That's what they would have wanted. And we needed to survive. There's a difference between that and we're going to watch Javi drown when we could save him. Right. That's yeah, there is the sort a of thing. I'm like, now I know what you've been hiding. Yes. We did it to survive versus no, yes. we liked it. Um, yeah. And, and inc- encouraged it. Right. Um, yeah. Like I and I, I do on the other like flip side of that one of the things i spoke to last week was like as much as i'm loving the mysteries right and and trying to solve the like is are there witches is there alternate Mm. realities is there this is there that like i i very much know that at the end of the day i don't think this story is going to be about that it is about the relationships between Mm. these girls as they grow up and as they become women and reconnect, right? It is about them getting over that trauma and, and stuff like that um, in a way that I, I, I think they, they told you everything up front. Yeah. They, they became cannibals. Like they're like, I, I'm like, I don't think, necessarily think there is a worse thing that they did mm. of like what trumps cannibalism right like what <laughs> card can they play that is like oh my god but they did that it it, it is just this it, yeah we we liked it we we it, like we didn't have to do that to survive we chose to do that and liked it and we made it wasn't a our backs against the wall uh, survival mechanism. It, we ritualized it. We worshipped this thing. Yeah. And th- there are some aspects um, of, like, we do need to do this to eat and survive, yes. but, that, like, yeah, there... Because even with the time frame of how long they've been there already and how long they still have left to go, they can't be like, okay, well, Javi is going to be next week's meal but who's the week after that right yeah they still need to make it stretch and like Javi's mm. gonna be this next month's yeah meal. hopefully Who we knows? get a deer or some rabbit mixed in with that but like uh yeah they, they still need to stretch it out and not do it so often um mm. but yeah I I do like that there is a slow build to where we see uh, what we see in the very first scene of episode one, where it starts with Jackie dies by accident. She is cooked by accident. We are driven by hunger to eat her. Everything just sort of falls into place. We have that. literally, And yeah. then, so it's an accident we couldn't have prevented. And then Javi is an accident that they could have prevented, but chose to be complacent for the sake they of their survival. They were already in the act of committing one that was not in accident, I, <laughs> right? Yeah. But like I like the ramp up to full on murder. I like that they yes. haven't done it yet. Like it's just been a pure accident and then an accident that could have been avoided but they let proceed and then it's yeah. going to get to to pit girl. 
Indeed, indeed. Um, so to catch up real quick on the modern day timeline, uh, the women are now all at the camp. Uh, they start to get introduced. They have to give up all their cell phones, all that good mm. stuff. Uh, and Lottie gives them some activities to do, some therapies, some like introductory, like here's what your activity will be. Mm. And none, none of them are really having a good time. Yeah. Um, it doesn't work. Ty has to like repaint a building with like a makeup brush. Yeah. It is just this dump. And they, they all recognize like right away, like, oh, yeah. it's not act like I'm not actually going to get any kind of new wisdom out of me painting this building with a thing. Like, but there are things that I am hiding and have walls built up around that I'm like just on the br- brink of exploding. Um, mm. and, like I, I like the idea of like Shauna just sitting out there in the woods, just kind of mindlessly staring at the dirt with the goat tied up to just be, be, be like, well, if I tie you up here and just sit here all day, like people will think I did something. And then, yeah. and then like when Misty finds her and the goat is gone, she's just like, ah, oh, fuck. Like I'm two feet away. How did I not know it walked off? Right. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so they have stuff like that. Uh, Misty, I know you want to talk about uh, Misty's uh, experience in the uh, <laughs> sensory deprivation t- t- tank here. Um, she goes full on musical tripping yes. balls, uh, a personification uh, of Caligula. Her bird yeah, is in there. I love Walter that. Is in there. Yeah. Yes, musical legend John Cameron Mitchell dressed as Caligula with like a weird beak nose. That's very fun. Very Twin Peaksy. I liked yes. getting that sort of real fantastical reach when these sort of breaks from reality we've been getting so far. The things that happen, like the the sort of flash sideways alternate universe visions people are getting out in the woods still feel believable you buy them for a while there's a particular one of these that you've been buying the whole time and never suspected that they they pull out the rug out from under you on but i like that in this and then in that dream that jeff has in episode eight where shauna has like electric knife hands i like that in this space they're like here we're gonna go real silly right yeah yeah and it's Mm. it's um (laughs) Like, that's the thing is, like, she has the most, like, transcending experience out of all of them. But when she emerges from that tank, she has not changed one bit. It's not (laughs) not transcendence in, in like, oh, I had this vision and now I see things clear. It, it, It is that, but not in the way that, like, oh, I see my mistake. It's Mm. I am stronger in my conviction that the girls need me i am the person for this i am a closer i can get things done right it's it's like she's just completely unhinged (laughs) she's a psycho it's great Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but yeah none of that stuff is really working um at one point uh ty and van have a heart-to-heart moment they they have an, 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 another kiss which they kind of immediately again go like ah mm. shit i'm sorry like we shouldn't be doing that um and this is where vivian confesses that she has cancer and mm-hmm. maybe only has months to live um and that's why she's kind of 
flippant about the bills and stuff. Um, Most of her money's probably already gone to medical stuff, but Mm. she just really doesn't care if the bank is like, hey, what's 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 happening with the rent here? What's going Mm -hmm. on? She's just like, well, I'm not going to be around here much longer. So who cares? Um, Which Mm -hmm. is then maybe why she loves that super sad song at the end she's just like oh <laughs> yes <laughs> this is right. very cathartic yeah this um, there is ahead. a neat tie to this with what she's saying in like the 96 timeline where she's like because remember she like almost burned in the plane b- mm-hmm. before she got out like part of her yeah. face was on fire and then she gets attacked by the wolf and then she's just been like starving along with everybody else and she confesses to Ty what am I alive for? I keep surviving, but I don't know what the purpose is. So to have her get out of all of this and then get cancer is tragic. But I also am like, what is the purpose on this? What is this going to turn into beyond the Mm. just initial tragedy of it? Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. Um, because I, like, I, I think that is also part of her trauma that she needs to get over. Again, my theory is that this show is just about these women growing up and having to cope and learn to deal with this trauma and different ways they've tried to deal with that and failed and some of them are still purpose-driven to the point where it's reckless and psychotic mm-hmm. uh where other ones are are just kind of lost in the void of just like what's the purpose i like i mm-hmm. i'm i just yeah or have retreated into their own i don't i don't know mind state where they are still hallucinating stuff and don't realize they're hallucinating stuff right mm-hmm. um yeah they all have to deal with that and i think once we finally get the girls to gather that night and they're drinking and stuff like that like i i really enjoyed that scene seeing them happy yeah i loved that i and i liked it but i also felt uncertain like it's too happy we knew the shoe was going to drop eventually especially as they're starting to catch up on all of this stuff Mm. uh, right and uh all, all of that like we we knew it was going to go from happy to like, what the fuck is happening here? Mm. Um, but it like, it, it felt good. And that's what I want the ending of this show to be. I don't want it to be a mm. tragic ending. I don't want it to be like, I, I, I want there to be this like cathartic release yes. where they are just joyful and happy that they are free from this stuff. I, I, I don't know exactly what that will look like. I don't know how many of them will survive. Uh, I think especially between these two episodes, I'm now starting to wonder who of the modern day timeline is going to survive. Um, this is a question I have. Do you think the survivors we have now are all of the survivors? Because we thought we might have had everybody in season one, where it's just the main four, and, and then and then uh, Travis, who, who dies at the beginning. And then it's revealed, no, Lottie's alive, and they never mentioned her. Van is alive, and they never mentioned her. Uh, of course, they believe Lottie so. may be dead or institutionalized. They, 
I also think they are going to keep popping people up from time to time as needs serve. But I did think it was odd that they're like, wow, we're really all together without a mention of except for Aquila. Has anybody seen Aquila in years? Where's Do you know Mari? what she's doing? Hat right. Yarrow, right. Oh, uh, <laughs> there was pink hat adult woman. Right. Yeah. Does she still have the hat? Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but yeah, I, I really, really, really enjoyed that scene a lot. And that, that scene of them being happy is the one that is uh, cut back and forth between Shauna mm-hmm. just beating the shit out of Lottie. And no one does anything to stop it, right? They just sit there and watch. And it's not they... until she leaves that they're just like, all right, go, quick, quick, like, help her out. like. <laughs> it, and it's something Lottie agrees to. She's like, Shauna, you need to purge this anger. We need you back. Yeah. Go ahead and hit me. I I agree to this. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't seem like she regrets it when we, we see her even in her, her sickened state in episode eight. And she does hammer, adult Lottie does hammer home the point again in episode eight. We have to give it blood. That's what it's always wanted. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so to kind of uh, zoom things along here, um, I, I do want to also point out that when Shauna is handed the goat, they they say the line, the kid's care is intertwined with your own. And she's just like, what yeah. did you say? Right? Like she's mm-hmm. caught off guard with that. I just thought that was interesting. At one point, I almost thought that she implied that Callie was not her birth daughter. That they may have adopted her, but I think I read that scene wrong. Because no, after talking I, about it with my partner, I was like, okay, okay maybe that's not what she meant. Yeah, there. I think she's saying uh, something which I do appreciate that she is saying out loud that we don't have to re- read into. Sometimes it's nice when a character does literalize and really drive the point home of, I had a baby. I believe the baby lived. The baby ultimately died. That's given me this quiet, deep within me tr- distrust in reality to where then when yeah. I had a, another kid later, I like emotionally kind of held her at arm's length because I was uncertain if she's going to live or if she is actually real or yeah. if I am being tricked again. Yeah, that's really sad. That's rough. Um and I guess the other big reveal here is Lottie. We get another scene of, of her at her therapist uh, just being like, I, I swear, like this, this whole thing has dr- driven us together. Like it's obviously real. And then, yeah, we get this like, like the rug pulled out from underneath us to reveal that Lottie's just kind of in her office. This, this yeah. therapy place that we thought was real is not it is it's just her office and she is conversing with the antler queen like or that like it like a a vision of it um yes and yeah and she finally realizes that or something happens in the vision where it disappears and she finally realizes just like oh shit like none of this has been real i may be farther along than i thought um who knows? Yeah. And so that that is another big reveal here. And then the um, last scene is that Jeff calls the camp and is yeah. like, hey, they found Adam's body, by the way. Yeah. And everyone's just like, oh, shit. <laughs> I, I do like the fallout from that and that you 
there's enough going on in the show that you do forget about things like, right, Shauna never told anybody else that Jeff was the blackmailer, even though Jeff had some semblance of, of a noble purpose behind it. He didn't, he yeah. wanted the money for the sake of paying off the debt associated with the family business so that Shauna and Callie would never be affected by that. You also totally forget about, right, Misty killed that journalist. She straight up killed a lady last season, remember? Yep, indeed. So yeah, they all finally, this is when that happy moment between the adult girls just kind of falls apart and everyone is pissed and upset. Sean has been using them and all of that, but they understand each other's pain in a weird way too, but they're all still just like, what the hell, you guys, right? Like, uh, they're all dealing with that and van is obviously out of the loop like she hasn't been yeah. involved in yeah. any of this and at first they are kind of speaking in code to not really say exactly what happened uh but van catches on immediately like oh you guys you guys did this like this is you so what is happening here um and yeah they go they start to argue about it a little bit outside and some other of the Mm. cult members campers i'll call them campers uh they're they're they kind of walk by and lottie's just like maybe we don't talk about it out here in public so she takes him into a a much quieter safer room and floats the idea that hey we were all brought back here for a purpose um it wants something again and like we need to give it one of us and she pours a bunch of jar rings yeah. one of them is poison she goes you guys can mix them up i'll pick last so we don't know whose is what right um they they don't ever drink it in episode yeah. eight here we don't get that far in that scene i don't know if they will um or if you know something else will happen instead but uh yeah that is kind of what they've come to uh, and by the time we get that in episode eight, we're starting to get uh, the girls kind of realizing that maybe they need to start doing something uh, in, in the 90s timeline to save Lottie. Um, yeah. So Lottie's they're in a like, bad way. If she, yeah. Where they're like, she need. there's no way she's going to fight off these injuries and heal if she's this hungry. Like, she truly needs to eat. And this is when they, they pull the deck of cards. Uh, the, whoever pulls the queen is the one who's going to be sacrificed. It's Nat, which I, mm. on one hand, I understand. That. Yeah. On one hand, I understand that they would keep it fair and everybody who is present is included. But also, I'm like, Nat is one of the two hunters you have. Nat is unquestionably much better at handling the rifle than anybody else. You wouldn't think our hunters should be exempt so that they can feed us in the future, but it's Nat. Uh, and yeah, I like when Sean is going. They've they've gone full in. Like we give the wilderness what it wants, and that's how. We yeah, live. yeah. And then Shauna, this is where it starts. She puts Jackie's necklace on her as a symbol. And then is going to slit her throat from behind. I like that Nat turns around like, if you're going to do this, you look me in the eye when you do this. Yeah. And also acknowledging, Shauna kind of got us here by beating up Lottie. Not that eventually, yeah. you know, like within a week, they wouldn't have needed to do this anyway if they continued to starve. Like at the beginning of the episode, somebody's like, I found a leather belt. Can we eat that? Which is 
straight up miserable. Yeah. Yeah, then uh, Travis doesn't stand for it. Travis goes to attack her, and then Nat has to run out into the wilderness. It's just, yeah, his realization is that he kind of still has feelings for her and yeah. wants to protect her and, and stuff like that. So he he disrupts things. He, there's another scene where they're just like, run, right? And and uh, Nat t- 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 takes off. This is where we get the scene from the opening credits of the girls with the big sticks and sword looking yes. things chasing her. Um, and... Uh, yeah, we get a scene of Javi then coming to the rescue and being like, I know a place that they don't know about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he starts to take her there. They run across the lake and the ice starts to shatter and Javi yeah. falls in. Um, and she's trying to save him somehow. An, uh, but a really mi- nice echo of the, that. Yeah. It's a really nice echo of that moose from earlier this season. And then moose felt like it was like a whole complete idea. Like nothing was going to come out of that. Like that was a one time episode. And I really like that there's this mirror to it later on. Yeah. That, yeah, that's a great point. I, I didn't even think about that. Um, but like, I like Misty is the one that then stops her from saving Javi and is like, look, if you save him, they'll still come after you. Yeah. You, you're the, so if you let him die, that saves you. And mm. like that's the thing. They all just kind of stop and stand around and just watch him drown. And you hear him like calling for for help in in the few mm-hmm. moments that he can like get his mouth above water. And it's terrifying. Um, yes, and it sucks. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was not expecting Javi's story to go that way so soon. Right? Yes. I was expecting a bigger fallout of like, how did you survive? What mm. is this mystery? He, he, here uh but but yeah that was a rough rough seed man <laughs> that, was, that, was, mm-hmm. that was hard um but is it, i, I want to go back to the moment that they are picking the cards here's yeah. something that i thought was interesting so i thought at first mm-hmm. uh like maybe it was going to be javi and then if it wasn't javi it was going to be the pink hat girl um, ah. she, she was next. She started to have some speaking lines in this episode yes. and stuff. Yeah. And that was the thing. I was like, who's pink hat girl? Like, who is this? What is happening here? Um, and it wasn't her. But when when she picks that card, they focus on the next card that's on top of yeah. the deck, which is the one that Nat picks. That card, the print on the back of that card is like smudged out and messed up it's like worn off in a way that would be recognizable if if it's just huh. like the top card on the deck here so i don't like the the, the camera kind of lingered on that not enough mm. where it was like why are you suspiciously lingering on this for so long but enough that it was just uh-huh. like that's smudged huh yeah so i'm i'm wondering if the girls in season three or four four if they get that far i I think at one point they said we plan it to be five seasons yeah i don't know if that's still the case um but if down the road if that is part of some kind of like is there some politicking going on or manipulation of the deck to make it look like uh someone's about to get that card and maybe not or to uh, think like oh i did get the card but i didn't it right like it just it looked like that 
card is now recognizable. I would recognize mm. that if that's next up. Okay. Uh, so I, I don't know if that's going to be a thing or or not, but that's just something that went through my mind. Um, but I want to mention. Go I just ahead, want to mention please. that parallel to this, we have Coach going out into the woods. I like That's that I he about gets to, to be mention, yeah. active, like physically active. Like, it's nice to see him right. have this subplot. We've seen him, not for a couple episodes, but at the beginning, like when Nat and Travis would go out and hunt, they've brought back sketches of, well, there's a tree line over here, and it looks like this, and here's a big boulder. Like, he's trying mm-hmm. to map out the area. I'm really happy to see somebody being proactive like that. Like there's a lot, they're, they're so concerned with like day to day survival that there's not a lot of long term figuring out the location they're in. And I do like to see stuff like that. Yeah. And he figures out that one of Javi's drawings could fit into this map that maybe he can go find whatever the special tree is. Like that he winterizes his crutches. He goes out there. He, he finds it himself. Just nice. Just a nice episode for coach. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I like that a lot because Nat is the one that mentions that Javi has been going out to a specific tree and like mm. bowing da, 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 down and praying to it, uh, which is creepy just in like just a thought all on its own, which continues to lend evidence to like it, is there some kind of force or entity he believes that saved him? It was there another person that is claiming their guy who knows um but yeah he's going out to one of those weird trees i i bet you it's the one that was the hook that uh Mm. ty and van were talking about the like i bet there's one more right here that i don't think they ever went to go search for Mm -hmm. um but i think that was also near where they found him it was in that area um so yeah coach decides to investigate he steals the drawing start looking at them goes out searching for that tree in which he does in fact find a cave but right as he finds this cave here's the thing that i thought was wild he sees the symbol he sees the symbol and it's not carved in a tree it is naturally occurring in the leaves. The oh. way the leaves are fitting together, it's naturally occurring. Like the sun I is shining through the leaves. You get, get get a real quick glimpse of it, like in the environment as he like looks up in the trees. And I thought I was like, whoa, like that is like that's not something someone carved or yeah. anything. Like that that's that's I, I have no idea what that I means and like, we're that's still we are seeing more of the symbol but we're no closer to finding out what is its meaning where was it created it's such a complex symbol like right. what is it what does it say exactly exactly um so yeah he steps inside this thing and basically discovers this cave this little small cave that would be big enough for like one maybe two people um I, I guess we don't see a lot of it. So like I said at the start, yeah, it could, could be go bigger. back farther. It could. Yeah. Who who knows exactly. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of like little animal bones strewn about there. It, it looks like someone had lived there. So I, I they they haven't specified exactly, but I'm assuming that's the place where Javi yes. was and survived. And that's where he was taking that uh, that one mm. time. But. We don't mm. get anything more with that. It's just that 
coach discovers it and he's he's in that cave while they are all out hunting nat he has no idea what just happened yeah transpired he wouldn't Um, stand for that who knows i I, Uh, I don't know speaking of eating things we get the reveal we we see akila playing with a little mouse in her pocket and then ty's like what are you doing what are you doing with that thing and she grabs it out of her hand and it's dead it's like sort of dried out this desiccated like little mouse husk and she which again there's this is not one of the things that i was expecting was going to be like an alternate reality or hallucination or something i was like something's gonna happen with this mouse but i was never predicting that's what it was she was imagine right what a mundane thing to imagine i found a little mouse i believe it is alive Exactly, like the stakes exactly. aren't important enough for you to put that much it did to really look at it or think about it that closely. She's got the little mouse husk. She's like continuing to carry around with her. And there's a scene where she considers eating it. Like she almost puts it in her mouth and then she's like, no, she's and puts like, nah, it back in her yeah. pocket, which makes me wonder, is she going to hold out in the future? And like, refrain from eating somebody is there a scene where she's uh like she doesn't want to like maybe she was driven enough Mm. by hunger to want to eat jackie but maybe she doesn't have the same ferocity uh and like the the lust for power that other characters have maybe she's gonna hold off and be like no i'm not killing this person ritualistically to murder them i want to hold off i want to see if we can find a, a deer or something like is she going to be eaten because she refuses to eat somebody else. So here's so, so on top of that, let's add the scene with Mari because Mari mm-hmm. once again is like, "Hey, do you guys hear that dripping?" Yes. And finally, we get a second character to confirm it. Kind of, it's Van that speaks up and is like, "Yeah, I hear it too." But when she points at something, she points in a different direction from what like Mari thinks is the sound is coming from. And at one point, just d- discussing how hungry all the younger g- 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 girls are, they refer to it as the hunger. Like, that's a symptom of the hunger. Um, yeah, and so which is... They all seem to be, have like, starving and maybe starting to hallucinate yeah. some things here and there. So that's why I was like, maybe Van is hearing dripping and maybe it's a real one. Maybe it's not, but it it, de- mm-hmm. de- it doesn't necessarily seem to be the same thing that Mari has heard multiple times throughout this season. Um, and yeah, and then we get a vision of her looking at the wall and like it, like blood starts seeping through yeah. the cracks in the wood and just feeling that whole wall and she panics and screams. Um, this is interesting that we've been seeing these different variations on... Again, what could, you know, if you're looking at this with a very practical Dana Scully, everything is explained by science way, you can say, well, these are hunger and and like trauma hallucinations. But like the things Coates has been through, the things Sean has seen, like these do seem to be some sort of glimpse at an alternate, an alternate universe sounds almost too sci-fi, but there's something to these. But there's not a real pattern to them yet and like who experiences them how they experience them what it is and whether it's good or bad we've seen people imagine things that are better 
Like, what if my baby lived and said it died? Whatever. What if I never got on the plane and I was there with my boyfriend? What if this mouse right. was alive? But now we're also seeing bad ones. Like the walls are bleeding. So yeah. we we know what they ate. We have the baby, right? Yeah, right. Like they... We're we're starting to grasp what is happening, but we don't really know how. We don't know why. We don't. Like, there's not enough of a pattern yet for us to like draw many conclusions. Yeah. So my thought on that is again, we got three new named Yellow Jackets members at the mm. start of this. Hazen, Crystal, Mari, and Akila, and now we've we've kind of had like each each thing that they've had each like tick. I I don't really know what to call uh-huh. it, but like Akila and her mouse, we had speculated like what if she's sharing food with this mouse, and the girls mm. get upset at her for that. Like we could have eaten all that, or eaten the mouse, or something else. Yeah, um, like that could have been cause for the girls to kill her. And yeah. her be the one that gets eaten first. Mari keeps hearing this dripping and it, like it culminates in this vision of blood seeping through the walls. It, like could her hallucinating and just kind of going crazy like could that have been a thing for the girls to kill her of, of just like she's now unreliable like that could have been a possibility and then one that's a little bit more of a stretch, but I think Crystal's relationship with Misty mm-hmm. and yeah. just how kind of joyful that that was and how much fun they were having, too. It, like, just kind of led people to believe, like, oh, something is going to happen yes. there. And yeah. it, it was – it, it they, they – Red herring might be the right word, but, like, it was these potential clues that, like, one of these three is going to die – for one of these reasons, but we don't know exactly how yet. And mm. once Crystal died, then we kind of got this full. Well, the mouse has actually been dead the whole time. Mary is hearing this stuff, and now she's hallucinating. But so is kind of everyone else. So it kind of turned out to be nothing, but also not really mm. because she saw like she got this w- w- weird. She got the the weirdest yeah. vision out of everyone here. Um so yeah, I, I I just liked that it it has now almost reset the playing board here of like yeah I don't know who's next it, yeah. it could be coach it could be someone else it like we don't know if Mari will survive until next winter maybe she mm. does because we seem to think that she is pit girl but also they're starting to introduce pink hat girl a little bit more here and there was another girl who had uh another line in there you know so but you also have to wonder there's probably more ways that you can be taken out outside of oh sure being eaten like maybe absolutely a bear runs off with you maybe you drown maybe you get shot by accident like there's and then there are ways that you can die in which you can later be eaten yeah but not everybody you can imagine is going to be a ritualistic murder for the point of cannibalism. Sure, right. Yeah, yeah, ab- absolutely. I agree with that. Um, uh, but yeah, I, it's just, I, it's kind of reset the playing field there. Yeah. I want to go back to the contemporary time to, to note something, which is when sure. we see the news report about finding Adam's body on the TV. We see Walter at home. We haven't seen Walter for a couple episodes. 
And this is the first time we are seeing him outside of the context of outside of Misty's perception of him. So we get this objective view of Walter where he told her, I am independently wealthy. Like I'm a millionaire because of an insurance settlement, like a piece of scaffolding fell and hit me or something. I sued them. I got big bucks. We see him in what is legitimately a, a rich man's house. So we don't know if the full story he's been telling is true, but I think we have more reason than not to believe what he has said. Uh, he's in this rich, ritzy house. He is listening to Broadway. Like he's doing a, a cat puzzle. Like he seems to be the man that he told Misty he was. It doesn't seem like what he was, how he was behaving around her was an act. Yeah. Yeah. This is the, the first time that I have really felt like my, which I, I knew was a little bit more of an out there theory, but like he seemed to know about Crystal but it, then again, Crystal's body isn't there anymore. So what's happening with that, right? Just the fact that he had all of these play, like he seemed to know something somehow. And that's why he involved himself with all of this stuff. But I, I don't know how true that that is. I keep mentioning the fact like we haven't seen some of the parents or siblings of yes. some of these characters that maybe didn't survive the cr- crash or uh maybe ones who did right like there could be other family members out there that are are angry are upset are who knows what right you know Um, like we yeah we find out that uh travis and javi's mom is behind something like there are these peripheral characters who either you've seen or that you can imagine you know like maybe somebody had like you said like a kid sibling like there's some I, I do like that general concept of somebody tangentially related to one of the dead yellow jackets has has a grudge against the living ones. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but but yeah, he's listening to uh, what I assumed was from some other musical or something. It's, I don't recognize it, but uh, it might be Sweeney Todd. I know I know it. I know oh, I've seen that in a musical, but I cannot play specifically which one it is. I gotcha. Um, but yeah, he gets Sweeney Todd. His his citizens detective website thing starts blowing up. Uh, Facebook starts blowing up about this news mm. that they found Adam's yeah. body. Uh, and he ends up emailing the the local police investigating it, being like, hey, I have some information that you're going to want to hear. Um, we don't know if he's going to actually tell them the truth or is, if he's mm-hmm. going to twist the story and start covering for them. I think that is also an option for his character right now. Yeah. Um, uh, the last thing we see him we'll see. do is go into his closet and get a purple jacket to... Go to that wellness compound. Go find right. Misty. I didn't even think about that. I, yeah. I I just assumed that was maybe one of her jackets. Like, how did he get that? Like, uh, I don't know. But you're, you're right. It's a purple jacket um, that he he pulls out there. So he's going to be on his way um, to go confront An- them or something. Maybe he gets another next. He gets sacrificed. Right. Right. We like we demand blood. We demand guest star Elijah Wood's blood. <laughs> Indeed. Uh, another really interesting thing to me in the modern timeline in episode eight is when after Jeff has the nightmare about uh, Shauna knife hands. <laughs> 
Uh, which it puts, which made me realize when you don't, when you can tell something's up, but you haven't realized yet, it's a dream. You're wondering if maybe Shauna came home and the girls are right behind her and this is a trick and they're going to kill Jeff. I clocked it right away. I was like, something's wrong here. How is she home? Right. I was like, I also knew something's wrong, but I was like, I don't know specifically what thing is wrong until she just cuts him open. I'm like, this is a nightmare. But which that made me realize I don't want to see Jeff die. I like Jeff. I I want Jeff to be around. I I think he adds a really interesting energy to to the show. I wouldn't mind him like going to print, like having him be the fall guy for, Adam somehow Shauna ends up sure. this on him or maybe even Walter is the one that, you know, helps mm. them out and manipulates it. So he he gets pinned with it. But having him be in jail kind of protects him from the rest of the nonsense that's happening. And yet him just yeah. kind of at the end of the day, just kind of walking out uh, and, and having to deal with the knowledge of all of the stuff that has happened and maybe even one day finding out everything that happened in the woods here. Um, See, this is what I want to get to next. He wakes up in the middle of the night. He finds that Callie is still awake, drinking a beer. And she asks him, am I like mom? Meaning, am I as ruthless as she is? And he's like, your mom went through a lot of stuff out there. And he tells her, like, she was pregnant when that plane went down. She had our baby out there. And... This is fascinating to me that mm-hmm. we talked in our, our season one reaction to all of season one, because we got on the show late, that he had found her diaries and you were saying he doesn't seem upset enough for what must have been in those diaries. So you're like, I bet Shauna planted fake diaries with simpler stories. And he read that. And I countered with just like how much did she keep up with journaling as things went on? So it might be like we survived the plane crash. People died like I had a baby. It didn't. Maybe she left out the bit about Jackie. Right. Right. We don't know what was in those. But the theory about he would be more upset. I countered with we don't know specifically when he did that. He doesn't say, like, I just did this last week. We don't know how long it's been since he read whatever was in those diaries. I'm like, maybe he has had time to come to terms with this. And we have seen Mm -hmm. that Jeff is a truly loving character. And that might be the point of it at the end of the day. It's not that China was not that Shauna was hiding something, just that he is he is that loyal to her. Like she could say anything and he would still remain by her side in some form. But. And I do wonder, would she have told him at least about the baby? Uh, Because, you know, like he seems like he would have been a very involved and enthusiastic young father, would have wanted to go with her to all the doctor's appointments. And of course, the doctor would have said, you know, now that I'm examining you, it looks like you have given birth before. Can you tell me about that? Jeff would have. I think been, that would been have around for that to have been known, especially with them being intimate after after the mm. crash. But yes, having Jackie not survive. Right. That's also something he has to or she has to tell him. And just I think them kind of reconnecting. I feel like that would have come up at least that like, hey, I I was pregnant at the mm. time. Mm. I didn't get a chance to tell you 
then, but the baby didn't right, survive. Yeah. Uh, but there is the question, what did she tell him? What right. had to have been revealed to him? What did he read in a diary? And what exactly does he know? Because he just says, your mom had a baby out there. She had our baby. He doesn't, maybe he says, maybe he's thinking it goes without saying that baby didn't survive. I don't have to spell that out for Callie. She, it hurts for me to say, and she can realize it on her own. Or maybe Shauna did tell him, maybe she swung around to believing, I think they ate my baby. And maybe that's what she told Jeff. And he's like, I cannot tell Callie something that dire. Maybe that's what Shauna told him, but he's not going to pass along that message. Like yeah. there's, there's some interesting ambiguity there. Again, it could be, it could go either way. There's it's a vagueness a, to the scene that I think is interesting. Th- yeah, you're right. Like, even in the way that he tells Callie, like, that's your mom's burden to bear. And I yes. guess a little bit of my own. You don't have to make mm. that your. The way he says yeah. that's her burden seems also a little bit final, right? Like, that is mm. the trauma that she went right. through. And he doesn't say, now don't tell your mom I told you this. Which is interesting maybe he's like all right if sean agreed to tell callie everything i feel like i can tell callie this and i don't have to keep it a secret from shauna that i let her in on this thing that happened yeah. in the woods but i'm also really wondering if there's be- be- between them two it was just a yeah good, yeah it was it was yeah it was moment. nice to see a scene between those two separate from shauna even if shauna is mm-hmm. who they are discussing and i'm wondering if there's any meaning to when Jeff says she had a baby out there and Callie says, I had a sister. And he's like, no, she had a boy. Does it mean anything that she immediately presumed a sister? Like, she doesn't ask, like, I had a sister, I had a brother. Well, you would have had a brother. Like, she just guesses. She just flat out assumes sister. And I don't know if that means anything or not. I don't know. Because it is odd that she presumes one thing instead of asking. Yeah. Um, who knows? Who knows? Let's see here. Um, we we do get Kevin Tan coming to Jeff and Shahana's with a search warrant mm. in the modern day timeline. Uh, Mr. Douche Cop himself uh, has it out with Callie as she is recording mm. him, right? Um, and then they, they start to show Jeff the pictures of Adam's body. And yeah. it's it's a little much for him to take. And he's he just wants to get himself out of this situation. Right. Mm. Um, he, he's struggling with with all of with all of that, that stuff. He's still trying to remain loyal and not say anything. I, and Right. But man. I think it is a struggle with like, I know, looking at how this body was taken apart, that Shauna or any of her teammates would have had the butchering knowledge to do something like that i think he's just trying to he's just trying to play it casual and not hint at anything like that i think he's struggling to remain as innocent as possible yeah um but but yeah he's just like he's kind of disgusted by the whole whole thing there um let's see we already talked about the ritual that's happening there uh, I feel like we've covered most I think so. of it. T- 
Ty has a little moment in the 90s timeline in the cabin where she sees her other self. Um, oh, yes. In the mirror and then standing next to her as she looks away uh. from the mirror. But that's also a hallucination because it turns out to be... It turns out to be Van. Uh, there, when she looks... There, so. She's like looking through the window and it's a window that has like individual panes and like a little wood border that's like in a grid. Yeah. She sees two. And one of them, I wondered for a second, is one of these meant to be like her actual reflection, the true time. That's what I read that as. Yeah. Oh, I I wondered for a second, how do we know there's not another one? A a third altar. Absolutely. There absolutely could. I'd be. I don't know if there is, um, but it, just a realization that we don't necessarily have evidence that there isn't. I I just took it out. You know, like when you have a mirror that's bent and you can like look in it and yeah. in both of the reflections, yeah. right? There was one that was f- following her m- movements that was like mm, mirroring okay. that. And then there okay. was the one that was had the, the Kubrick stare and the, yes. the strange <laughs> smile, right? Um Man. Yeah, so I mean, like they 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 all are kind of seeing things and succumbing to like we need food, like we we mm-hmm. just need to eat and survive here. Um, so I have a yeah. final question here. Okay, predictions on the finale. What do you think? Is there anything that you think is gonna happen? Questions you still want answered? There. Are two things I know are still ahead of us. We haven't heard that Florence and the Machine cover of Just a Girl. And I read that Melanie Linsky's husband, Jason Ritter, is supposed to make an appearance in this se- in the season. Oh. And unless he was just doing a voice, unless it was a blink and you missed it, we haven't met him yet. I like I said, I haven't done looks like I I I don't know what you would have seen him in, but he's the voice of Dipper Pines, so I know you've heard him before. Okay. Interesting. Uh, so, like I said, I have not watched, like, a dedicated breakdown of every episode. Maybe he's already been in it in a small way that I just missed, but I have been watching out for him, so that might be in the finale. So we have these two things to look forward to. Uh, d- <sighs> now it does seem like Walter could be killed. Walter could be the sacrifice. And that could be a thing in the modern time. And in the 96 timeline, I do wonder if there is going to be a division. Like what is the fallout of coach finding that little hot spot under the tree? How many people can go there? Are there more? Are we going to see people splitting up into multiple camps? Yeah. Not just like the, metaphorical factions but like literally entirely separated physical groups of people yeah i'm i'm now wondering if that is even going to happen i think in season one that felt a lot more true that there would be Mm. factions and sides of like Mm. we're the ones who won't eat people or we're the ones who who don't believe in the spirit of the forest or whatever dark entity Mm -hmm. this is um when when they do the ritual to to hunt down Nat, um, like they're all in on it. Like there is no one that objects. There is no one that yeah, says, nobody Guys, this may see, not be yeah. like is is there a different way we can? Yeah, it's just they're all in it. Um, so mm-hmm. I I I don't know if there will be as much of a fallout as 
we thought there was. I, I think, like, we kind of speculated this is a thing. The, the thing they, they are ashamed of is the fact that they liked it. They all went along yeah. with this eventually and mm-hmm. believed it. And, yeah, they're, they're trying to forget that or have repressed it so much that they're not even sh- sure if that was real. I, I, I think that's one of the things I'm walking away from these two episodes Especially with how much people have been hallucinating, how much, even in the present day-to-day stuff of them just kind of repressing their memories. They did talk about at one point, like, it's kind of hazy exactly what happened. Yeah. So, yeah. while there is no narrator on this show, I'm wondering how much of the 90s timeline is actually real. Like, I yes. wonder if that's a thing. Um, Especially now that this concept of the hallucinations uh, or whatever, we are still determining what are these, are these purely mental, are these physical, what, how do we categorize these? The hex curse, yeah. I I just keep wanting to call them flash sideways, lost style. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now that we've had these introduced, it does make you wonder about things we've seen prior to this. And was there any circumstance where we could imagine that would have happened then? Did we see something that felt weird prior to a situation where like somebody is starving or like on their deathbed or something? Are we going to go back to season one and think, no, something's off about that. I think that was one of these. I think this is Mm. one of these flash sideways. Yeah, that could be interesting for sure. Um, Man, I I want to see more of Walter's character, despite I like his fate. Yeah, I do like come him. into question. I think he'd make a great antagonist in the modern day time. Mm-hmm. We've already kind of had Kevin, even though he's not really like he just in the sense that he is a police officer. He is yes. trying to. He, ar- he seems all right as a man. Yeah. yeah, but he just represents the, the an man, antagonistic this, force. This, yeah horse that is like equal to misty and potentially like how psychotic or driven he yeah might be i do like that is is just man for them to play against him like i think would be great but also and i think the i, I just want to say i think the modern timeline could use something to kind of spice it up a little bit the sure. modern timeline has never been as compelling to me as the past timeline mm-hmm. i i would like i I like the energy walter brings you're right i think he could do that to, do those plot lines of service if you remained around at at the same time like i said with that that scene where we got to see the girls just happy and drinking and yeah. singing and like i i want there to be this cathartic release at the end of this show and so mm. yeah i i would like misty to get some kind of yes. like happy ending where she can reconcile with that and connect with walter in a way that is not harmful Right. And is mm-hmm. is a good re- relationship for yes. her. And she gets that f- feeling of being needed and wanted um, in a way that is not like, well, now I have to go murder someone or chop some guy's leg off or kill someone yeah. or hold someone hostage. Right. Um, I Like I, I want stuff like that to happen in the show, but I don't we don't necessarily need that right away. So. I wonder if it is going to be almost this, like, will he, won't he, for is he going to turn them in? Is he going to not? Like, what's happening exactly with that? Because um, I, I think he does have genuine feelings for Misty. I think uh, so, yeah. So, we'll see. But he could also be dead very soon here. 
Yeah. So who knows? I, I think also with the other campers, I wonder, I, I don't remember her name, but that oh, the, yes. the actress that, yeah, I'm wondering if one of them is going to stumble into something. And right. It could be terrified. her. Yeah. Like she I forget about her, like like Nat's friend. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Um, man, like, yeah, that's the, like, I, I, again, I want the show to be about them, like learning to get over their trauma and stuff like that. So I don't want to see like a modern day timeline character get sacrificed and eaten one more time. But like, I don't know if also, they need to eat good. people anymore. Sure, that would, yeah. that hasn't been brought up. Like the, the force, like the force of the woods, like Lottie has said, it, it needs blood, but we don't know specifically what that means. They ate for survival in the woods. Do they, need if to they do don't that need, now? To, yeah. Yeah. yeah, if they don't need to, would they again? That is an interesting question. That I do like the parallel of elves, right? Like, in, in, if Maybe, Adam's yeah. body was found, do we eat this one? Right? <laughs> I don't, I don't I know. Do, I do like the parallel that if episode eight ended with Nat choosing to let uh javi die so that she could live if that could be how episode nine ends her her friend from the wellness community she lets her be a sacrifice so that she may live that's a nice mm. back-to-back little echo right there so oh even, even the opposite where she gets to save someone right oh, yeah the, yeah again that's the cathartic moment of mm. of someone's life is in danger and she can do something to help them um and pulls them out right like that you know um that might be something that helps her heal and Mm. or maybe she chooses like somebody else like walter lives jeff lives uh, this girl dies i wish i remembered her name (laughs) yeah um man finale next week though i'm super excited i'm super stoked um so yeah we will we will be back next week uh with our thoughts on the finale uh and i guess whatever other questions remain at the end of season two um so yeah i'm I'm super excited about that so be on the lookout for that down the road Mm -hmm. uh melissa where can the people find you on the internet you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. And listen to my other podcast, Saturday Morning Obscurities, for more 90s vibes. There you go. Uh, if you guys want to follow me, I am at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. And if you'd like to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at The Whatnots, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. So please go like, share, and subscribe. You guys know the deal with all of that good stuff. Uh, If you're watching this on YouTube, we got plenty of other videos right over there. We recently did a spoiler cast on Fast 10 that you guys might want to check out. Um, Yeah, uh, that has been it. This is number 118 of the Reactor Core. We will see you all next time. Bye. Bye.